You're, you're, you're listening to the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Welcome to another edition of Weapons Hot. I am now your host, Jimmy, Jets by Jimmy. And I am joined today by the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Kevin Jackson. Kevin, how you doing? Man, I'm, 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 I'm kind of... Look, real talk, I'm excited that we got Jude here right now, man. I'm just going to keep it real. Look, well, it's a hell of a time to be a Jets fan right now. Okay, we've got a lot to talk about, a lot of positives. Again, phenomenal job of getting a guest. My guy, Jude, Jude Jets, if you don't follow the page, you're slipping. This is what I'm talking about when we talk about upper echelon, uh, you know, uh, you know, content that we provide because Jude does his thing, and I'm sure he's going to showcase that uh, as we go on through the show. But, you know, I, I just got some things, man. Let, let, let's introduce Jude, man. I, don't, I need a minute. That That is a great point. We do have to introduce our very special guest, one of my favorite Jets analysts on Twitter. I absolutely love this kid. He is coming up, and he knows his stuff. Everybody, big shout out. Jude Jets joining us. Jude, what's up, buddy? What is going on, y'all? How we doing yeah. tonight? Hanging in there, man. We we've we've had some ups and some downs tonight, but we're gonna be talking some week one. We're gonna be talking some Wilson versus Darnold. We got some in the spotlight happening. You know what? Well, hold on, uh, hold, 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 Jimmy. Hold on a second. I'm not gonna be able to proceed any further without dropping this news. All right. And excuse me. I know y'all know I talk. I get long winded, whatever. But 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 I have I have to to all of our viewers that are here with us this evening. Thank you so very much for coming to be here with us. Thank you for watching the show. Thank you for rocking with us. Um, it is because of you that we do what it is that we do. And, and you guys, I mean, it, you're the backbone of, of what it is that we do. But I have some news because um, before we go any further, if you'll notice, um, our, uh, you want to call him a fearless leader, whatever, uh, Mr. CJ D. Simone is no longer with Weapons Hot uh, on Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Look. The, 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 the co-founder of, of, of the entire joint, the straw that stirs the drink, the guy who's supposed to be responsible for putting this. All right. I know it's a family show. Please excuse me. Um, I, I, I'll, I'll break the news and then we'll move on because I know one monkey don't stop no show. All right. Feel me? All right. So um, as of today, the local ESPN affiliate in Boston, in Boston, people 850 a.m espn ciro de simone is going to intern for a patriots radio show in boston on 850 all right i don't, need, I don't even know what to say let, let, let's let's let, let's play taps for disgusting is what it nah, is. nah look i got a text message and the bastard hasn't answered my phone call since so whatever let's go let's go what's next Never mind. Let's go. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not doing it. Well, I, I, no. I think Kev, we're the soldiers here, okay? And the show he must go on. He left us swinging, man. On the day of the show, at that too. Come on, yeah. man. We had no topics. We had nothing, and I had to put everything together. Kevin, I can't thank you enough for all the help that you were today. I know you were busy all day, Jude. I literally invited Jude to this show less than five minutes ago. And Jude was uh, gracious enough to, to to lend a hand here as well. So 
thank you both for all your help. I do appreciate it. Uh, first topic I got is ESPN has the Jets in their preseason power rankings at 28. Really? At 28. So, uh, what do you what do you guys think about this, uh, Jude? Let's uh, let's hear your thoughts, and we'll round it out to Kevin. So, after we go undefeated in preseason, play better than probably half of the teams in front of us, we're still 28. Now, obviously, you know, the media can't ever be nice to the New York Jets. So it's not shocking on that end. But still, the fact that we played so good in preseason, all of our young players just decided to show out. Zach Wilson, I'm not going to say he's doing amazing in training camp, but he had an awesome preseason. You know, our running backs are playing well. Our receivers are getting open. The offensive line was blocking fairly well. Our secondary was playing even good. And they put us at 28. I know we were going up against main, mostly scrubs the entire preseason. But still, going undefeated. I believe we were probably one of the only teams to not lose a game this preseason. And yet they still put us at 28. Not a big fan of that. Not a big fan of that at all. You know what? Uh, Jude, spot on. Man. And, and I'm, I'm just going to keep it real. Um, the, the disrespect is going to stop, Right. We're not unfortunately at a spot where where it has stopped just yet because, uh, I mean, as as a realist, right? We haven't really done anything yet. Eh? I mean, at least not anything meaningful where we can point to a number or a stat or a win or a point where we've you know kind of displayed the ability to overcome some of this adversity uh, that our fearless leader and Robert Sala um, is saying that we're going to need to uh, in order to be a winning franchise. Um, as a, as a little bit of a Jets homer, you might want to call me a lot. I know some folks do. I don't care about none of that, man. Jude pointed out very uh, you know, uh, clearly that we've already played well. It's not necessarily something that is hypothetical. You've seen it, right? And, yes, it is against second and third teamers, but the kid didn't have any grass on his, on his uniform when he finished the game, right? I mean, barely had a scuff on, barely had a scuff on his kicks. And and look good, decent completion. Uh, oh, excuse me, wait a minute. Not uh, uh, above average completion percentage. Uh, you know, decent control of 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 what we assume to be is is you know is is kind of a a, a watered down version of our offense. But uh, you know, if he is to be who it is that everybody claims that he's going to be, the kid knows exactly what it is that he needs to do. And if we need to open it up and we need to kind of show some folks uh, when it comes time, I'm sure that we'll have the ability to do that. Um, 28th as of right now, I think it's a disrespect to, to what it is that we're building, but I'm sure that only within the jet sphere does it feel that way. Outside, they're still looking at us as the low-hanging fruit and the laughing stock. At some point, we're gonna have to give them them smelling salts and they're gonna have to open it up. The disrespect is there. I think we're on the downward slope of it. I think we're on the back half of it because there's just no denying what this team is gonna turn into, in my opinion. And I, I think we have calmer seas and brighter days ahead. And eventually there's there's really gonna be nothing to nothing to we're not gonna be low hanging fruit anymore, is yeah. basically what I'm saying. And I think we have like I said, I'm I'm staying with it and I say the Jets can win eleven and I think we can go into um I think we can go into our week six buy at four and one. Um but I mean if they're 
I'm fully expecting bumps in the road. I'm not. I'm expecting more from our team, like I've been saying. Kevin, you've been agreeing with me on that. We need to I, expect I, more from the New York Jets. And, you know, there would be no TV deals without the fans. There would be no jersey sales. Speaking of jersey sales, big shout-out to Justin Megna over yeah. at Justin Sports Collectibles for hooking up the new Wilson. The hot joint is here, and it's ready to go for week one. Um, I'm getting in the next round. I, I got like a, like, a, like a triple order. I'm going to load up. Justin is my guy. Look, Justin Sports yeah. Collectibles. Holla at him on Facebook, man. Justin does big things. Raffles in the whole nine. Get in. Yeah. Yeah. He's good people. Um, so I'll be in. I'm going to be in the next wave with you, Kev, because uh, we're we're going to get the we're going to get the Elijah Moore. Eh, that's, this is, is, is going to be the coffee. duo. This yeah. is going to be the duo. Um, yeah, man. But back kind of. Going back to what we're talking about with the power rankings, I think I'm a little bit – I'm happy. Uh, the toughest team we're facing the first half of the season is Tennessee, and their their power ranking is 10, and that's 100% because of Derrick Henry. Yeah, and I think we might struggle. That's the game I think we lose at home. Um, there, there have been the best defenses that haven't been able to stop Derrick Henry. Yeah. And – so I'm a little bit worried about that one, but you know you can't win them all. Yeah, I want to. I so. want to. I want to touch on that game in particular because um, I think, and 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 maybe this is why I do follow with you when when we talk about having a high expectation for wins because I believe we're going to score mad points. Mm-hmm. I re- I really do. I think we're going to score ridiculous points. And again, I'm, I I I said this kind of tongue in cheek, um, you know, previously, but. At a Amendola, man, I'm telling you right now that 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 guy in particular, I it, it's something. It is something about that guy that is telling me Jets all-time leading scorer. Kickers just score mad points. I mean, I, I, I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm talking about doing it for a long time. The, the the dude the dude has not missed yet. Okay, and and obviously I don't want to crown the kid. But for some reason, and I'm not going to go too deep into this. I'm going to hurry up and wrap this up because because y'all know how I get. But I'm think I'm thinking our kick I'm, our kickers, man. How often have I been preaching special teams? You know th- this 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 entire preseason, right? Well, I mean, it's been years. It, I mean, it, it, literally, yes, literally, yes. Um, it, in particular, this season because the 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 still ever present man crush that I have on Braden Man, right, is now starting to get infringed upon a little bit for the lust and desire that I have for what Amendola is going to bring to this offense. Amendola is a specimen. I will say. Look, come on, man. Look, did you see that? Did you see that? I've seen it. You saw me, right? Oh, man. Come on, man. Look, if, if if you if you didn't get you know the like three quarter chub after that one, I'm not sure. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's like <laughs> anyways, if, let me your spouse comes home and says, Sweetheart, I'm sorry to say, but yeah, I'm having no, an affair right? with Amandola, and that's when I'd be like, Okay, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. I understand. I'd <laughs> be like, Oh yeah, look, I'm an affair yeah, with him. Look, that's okay. Yeah, look, no, just <laughs> give him give him a couple days before the game. We don't want him, you know, not focused. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? You know, after when, after Wednesday, kind of, you know, gotta leave them alone. Hey, come <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But no, but 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 realistically though, um, I I, I want to say if, if if the idea is that we can be consistent beyond 50, 
You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and I, I'm not saying kicking 50 yard field goals three and four times against that. You know, I'm not saying that specifically, but if it gives us an opportunity just to say going into the half, we only need to get to, you know, let's just say slightly beyond midfield. And, and you know, we're, we're, we're in a, a shot where we can score points huh. that that changes the game. Yeah. Yeah. That changes the game if it happens enough. Jude, what, what, what do you, am, am I wilding you? I mean, <laughs> I mean, no, having a good kicker is really important. I mean, I don't believe, I mean, we haven't been in the, you know, space to be able to kick a field goal to put us ahead in the game because we've just <laughs> not been in contention a whole lot. But you see teams on TV like the Bears, like what, three years ago, they lost their playoff game because Cody Parkey double doinked it. So having a good kicker is so important. And if we can have one in Amadola, I mean, that's huge. I mean, we would have, yeah, now that I'm thinking about it, we would have won the game against Buffalo in 2019. Could have made the playoffs if Vedvik would have made, like, what, three kicks, two kicks? If he would have made those kicks, you know, we would have beat the playoff winning Buffalo Bills twice that season. And maybe we could have attracted some more free agents that offseason. Something like that. So having a kicker is important, and I believe we found that in Amadola. And, I mean, I was doubting him at first because I was such a Chris, you know, Nagger enthusiast. But now I'm like Amadola train. I love you, Matt Amadola. Come on. Got to be our kicker. Well, Nugar shanked a couple through preseason. So yeah, I, I see I see that. Now, I've actually not had to mention uh, Borg Allison in a couple weeks. Yeah, look. As he was way by the bucks or – is going to be or yeah. something like that. They're not going to keep. They they just gave suck up a, a three year contract. They're not going to keep really? two roster spots for each really? other. Yeah, that happened before the draft. So they right. gave suck up a three year contract and and yeah. then then drafted. they picked up Borgalis in they, undrafted free agency. They try to they try to accumulate draft capital with that. Like somebody would trade for him at this point. It's possible. You never know. Is, I, mean, oh. I mean, having a kicker is important. Poor Gallus seems legit, so seems yeah, to definitely trade up, something for him. You know, I'm not going to give up draft picks for an undrafted free agent year one. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> that look, is look, true. Look, especially especially when you got the you know first and second round, third round draft picks who are on practice squads in year two. I mean, we'll we'll talk about that. I'm sure going forward. Um, but look, Jude, Jude with the with the Cody Parkey reference. It's the reason why. It's the reason why you're on Jude. It's the reason why you come on, man. That's quality content. All right. Um, the double doink. I'm, look, I'm I'm also glad you're on because it, it provides some levity right now, and I'm I'm really trying not to be pissed off. As I think I, I might put his ass on the list with the head coach. I'm serious, man. I know I know you we got to. I, I, I know I know we got to carry on with the show, but I'm so pissed off. What the hell is going on? And I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I keep looking at my phone because I'm expecting to get a text or a call or something. And, man, bastard. The Patriots? Lucky this is a family show. If this was after dark. If oh this was God. after dark, I'm, I'm sorry. It would be an FCC violation. They would be like, look, you just went too far. <laughs> we, couldn't, we couldn't have Jude on if it was after dark. Yeah, right? <laughs> Come on. Let's, 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 let's move on. Well, Kev, I want to give you something else to think about. So I'm thinking that we should go in the spotlight right ah, now. Ah, yes, yes, yes. How about All that? Right. Yes, let's do it. Let's hit it. Guys, we are going in the spotlight with Mr. Kevin Jackson. Kev, who you got tonight? In the spotlight this evening, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, not damn CJD Simone. Anyway, Sam Darnold. Feel me on this, right? Coming into week one, we've got an opportunity to really kind of put the the – the history 
that has been this past decade of futility, horrible organizational leadership, management, and just, just failure, right? So, I mean, we're looking forward to moving in a new direction with a brand new number two draft pick, our, our shiny brand new automobile, the one with the with the with the big crazy ornaments and lights, and you know, the, you push the button and, and your seats get you know your seat get warm and your butt get toasty and the whole nine. That's that's what that's what we're reeling out right now, right? Brand new toy. And what we're going up against in our first week is what we traded in to get it. Right? The car that we man, we had a lot of fun in that car, right? Or at least a little bit. It it got us there, but I mean, we got there late. You know, we got a ticket. Um, you know, chick chick spilled the cigarette ash on 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 the, you know, on the seat in the back, and I got a big ass hole in my in my joint. You know, that's what I'm talking. That that's what we're that's what we're coming from, and that's basically what it is that we're gonna get in our first game this season facing Sam Darnold and Carolina Panthers. Look, we're, we're talking about who what eight eight thousand yards, uh, you know, a few touchdowns, whatever. Um. I mean, some decent game performances. I think I read an article recently where they were kind of ranking the top 10 games from Sam Donald's career. And I'm just thinking, like, these weren't really that good. As a Jets fan, yeah, we look and we're like, oh, yeah, that might have been all right. That might have, you know, we, we, we actually played well that game, kind of, you know, in comparison to what good really is. That's what we're coming away from Sam Donald. And the reason why he's in the spotlight this week is because there's going to be a subsection of our, you know, sphere here. Um, that is going to really want to compare what it is that we have versus what it is that we had. And I'm going to tell you it's a big mistake to do that. First and foremost, there is a reason why Sam Darnold is no longer the quarterback here. And it's not only because this organization has been trash. I love the Jets, man. I really do. My, my we'll, we'll never be another team more near and dear to my heart, but we've been a horrible organization. And we all know it's not necessarily I'm saying something we don't we don't get. Sam Darnold was brought into a horrible, horrible setup. No coaching, no weapons, no support. And the kids stood in front of the camera every weekend and was like, look, I got to get better. What can I do? And I loved it until I got sick of it. We got sick of Sam Darnold, guys. He's in the spotlight this week because this is an opportunity for us to do something new. And when I turn off this damn spotlight, I would like for Sam Donald to fade off into the sunset and no longer matter in these circles that we run in. We're talking about a guy who had single-digit touchdowns in the season. And as much as I know that maybe this is not his fault, we're talking about a quarterback who missed the first three games of the season because he got mononucleosis. Drew, don't let it be you, bro. Sam Donald is in the spotlight this week. Because I want when this light goes off for us to close the curtain, man, drop the curtain. He's had his swan song. He's done here. I'll be rooting for Sam Darnold next week after we whoop their ass. Sam Darnold's in the spotlight, guys. What do you think? <laughs> I mean, talk to me, talk to me, man. Gonna wrap this thing up. Let's let's get let's get Sam Darnold ass out of here, man. Seriously. Let's hear your thoughts on it, Jude. I mean, look, as Kevin was saying, Darnold was brought into a horrible situation, and he really was. I mean, as I've been saying in some of my videos, in Zach Wilson's first game with the Jets, he's gonna have a better offensive line, a better defense, a better team around him than Darnold ever had in a single game with the New York Jets. 
So he was really brought into a horrible situation. And I'm glad he's in Carolina now with Matt Rule. He probably can turn his career around. Maybe if we would have brought him in instead of Adam Gase, we wouldn't even have Zach Wilson. We wouldn't even be doing this right now. But, hey, everything happens for a reason. I believe Wilson's going to be the real deal. And hopefully we can beat Sam Darnold and the Carolina Panthers week one and then root for him afterwards, you know? Hopefully, I get to wear my Sam Donald jersey on our bye week, rooting for him, you know, while he's playing with the Panthers or something like that. But, hey, oh, you know, it was not great for us. I can appreciate that that take. Um, I kind of I lean more. I, I follow along with kind of the green bean school of it. He's not a Jet anymore, so I don't care about him. <laughs> so that's pretty much how that's pretty much how I that's pretty much how I roll. Uh, I, I think yes, he. You're, you guys are absolutely right. He was brought into a bad situation, but his downfall with the Jets is not because of the Jets. He's not a coachable player. He's a nice guy. He's a great guy, but he's been working with good coaching ever since high school. He's been working with good coaching all the way through college. He's been working with Jordan Palmer for five plus years, quarterback guru on on the field in the off seasons but he's never been able to put any of that on the field in a consistent basis the guy's never thrown for more than 340 some yards yeah man he's never broke 350 he's never broke three touchdowns yeah Just the guy think about, how, think about how frustrating that is right yeah futility he, futility week in week out ah. He played 27 games at USC, turned the ball over 37 times. 38 games in the NFL, turned the ball over 58 times. He has talent. Not saying he doesn't. But the problem is, you go to a good high school like San Clemente High, one of the top programs in California. You flash, but you're flashing against high school players. So those flashes makes your talent look way more. And then USC sees that, and they're like, oh, man, I could I would love to have that kid. The homegrown kid, San Clemente High, Southern California kid. Let's get him at SC. What happens at SC? He flashes, but a lesser degree. Because he he's still against, he's against college players now. He did look kind of good at USC. Against Pac-12 defenses, though. Right? That's my thing. Pac-12 defenses. Sam Darnold played a very soft schedule in his college career. Very soft schedule. And his flashes were less. They were there. But they were less. The talent his, was still there. His pro but it wasn't day was highlighted. His pro day was beast mode. Oh, in the rain. In the rain. Man. Pro day was good. Look, Party I was, was in, good. I was in love, right? Like he took the hat. He took the hat off and did the thing with the hair. And he was like, "Oh my god, he's my quarterback." Yeah, <laughs> I, and never, then, I uh, never wanted him. Yeah. Once yeah, we drafted I, him, once we drafted him, I was like, "Okay, I'm on board." Yeah. I was, in, I was. I was enamored. Y'all, See, y'all know I'm a Lamar guy. I wasn't a huge fan of Donald. Like whenever we first drafted him, I was, I was, I really wanted Saquon Barkley, and I was pretty mad that, uh, wow. you know, the Giants drafted all. I was just I'm like Barkley. Oh I man, I'm sick Barkley of y'all, so Barkley, man. Dude, man. I was just like, I no, no. I had to work. I was working nights at, at my job when when that draft was happening, yeah. and I had I have some awesome friends that were able to watch the draft. I couldn't watch it. So I had some awesome friends that were actually sending me Facebook messages talking about the draft and they were telling me and they're like, Barkley goes to the giants. I'm like, done. I quit. I quit my job. Yeah. I yeah. Quit. Stop, stop sending, stop sending <laughs> messages. <laughs> Just like, 
I want. I really wanted Barkley. Now I can admit that I wanted Barkley, but I am so glad we didn't get him Thanks. as of now because that's he. He's really. It, it depends this year, but if he's if he's another season-ending injury early, that's an injury bust. Like he's all the talent in the world just can't stay healthy. That's Quincy and Noon one right there, and the O line too. Man, uh, yeah, yeah, Quincy. Man. Quincy was my guy. I wish. You know what? You know, you ever seen that? Uh, you know, they have that post. What, what player? You know, would you ever wish to come back? You know, fully healthy without ever being injured. Yeah, I don't know, man. Quin- Quincy sneaks into the top of my list like every year. Like he's always, he's always like right around that top couple. That dude was a beast, man. He was that, so good. That guy was a monster. And 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 uninjured, especially in this offense. Man, I, I don't, I don't. Yeah, how, 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 how could we make it through? Um, I'm, I'm sorry, guys. You had to excuse me. I, earlier, I kind of jumped off because I got a phone call. I, I thought, I thought, incorrectly that it was uh, that that guy that's usually in the other box. I, I'm, what's next? Well, uh, going in with your, you're in the spotlight segment on Sam Darnold. We are going to highlight. We're going to expand on that a little bit, Kev. Thank you. We're going to talk Wilson versus Darnold. Ooh. Now, you kind of said a lot in the spotlight about our new car versus our old car. Clunker. <laughs> Get it closer. So I'm gonna I'm gonna start with Jude on this one. The big question is, what are your thoughts of those two going together? And I'm talking like on the field. Uh, we we there's really no question that we have that Zach Wilson's surrounded by a much better roster, a much better line than Sam Darnold was with the Jets, and I think a much better offensive line than Sam Darnold has now. I think Sam Darnold's offensive line now, uh, let's I, I won't include their, his whole offensive line in this. Taylor Moten's pretty good. Um, but the rest of those guys, even Matt Paradis, fell off a cliff. Man, oh yeah, I remember everybody the, wanted him like in the I nineteen did, off season. Yes. I, I know yeah. I did. <laughs> I know I did. I mean, he was the top three center in the NFL, and he's a Boise State alum. You so. see, I, I I knew you you liked that. I remember we we talked about that specific book. Mm-hmm. Um, also, in the grand scheme of trying to put things together, he seemed like he was a great piece for sure. us, right? At the mm-hmm. He's always had good work ethic, but I I just don't know what happened after he got his contract. He just kind of fell off, but. Um, I, I looked at some PFF numbers, and I think the highest-rated PFF guy outside of Taylor Moten, because he's he was he's, graded he's out amazing. of like an eighty-one. He's really good, really. Good. He's good. He's good. Um, but their their line, I think the highest PFF rank for just overall, because I'm not paying PFF because their takes suck most of the time anyway. So I'm not <laughs> giving them money. But uh, I think the highest grade was like a sixty-three overall. That's Dang. the highest grade across their whole O line, depth included. That's bad. Dang. So I don't think that Sam Darnold's gonna have a very good day. Jude, what do you think? Darnold's look, so I was kind of, you know, thinking some notes about my video about this, you know, preview mm-hmm. of the Panthers and Jets, and I was thinking like Darnold's either gonna have a good or a bad game. So he could have a good game. Yeah. He, manages to somehow fix his release time, fire the ball off quick, because let's face it, our cornerbacks are not going to be able to cover Robbie Anderson and DJ Moore. I mean, they might 
do it every other you know, every now and then, but most of the time Anderson and Moore are going to be open. It's just going to have to depend on how the Panthers' offensive line plays. You know, if Quentin Williams, Fuller on Fadakusi, Sheldon Rankins can get in that backfield and apply pressure on Darnold, then he's not going to have a good game. And if we can also cover Christian McCaffrey, that's another story. You know, if McCaffrey's not covered, then, you know, Darnold's just going to hit him in the check then every single time. But Donald's either going to have a good game if he can fire that ball out quick, hit his receivers, you know, also find Christian McCaffrey if we're not covering him. Or he could have a bad game if the New York Jets can apply pressure to him. You know, that's the key to winning this game and stopping Donald in the Panthers' offense, sending the house. I believe that's what some Jets players are saying, you know, this week in their press conference, too. We're just going to have to send the house on Donald. And, yeah, that's what we're just going to have to do if we want to stop him. A little bad. Kevin, what do you think? I, I think Jude touches upon something that is the foundation of what we already know about Sam Donna, right? And that pressure bust pipes. And in this case, you know, he he's gonna he's gonna gush a little bit, or at least that we're hoping that that's what that's what happens with him. Um, I do think we're gonna bring pressure. I, I think that we also need to be mindful of the fact that while we rib and we kind of give jabs at Sam Donald, that the kid did have some plays here that actually still had us believing that there was some talent there, right? And and I'm not going to just yeah I'm not going to discount the fact that it's possible that he may have one against um, what is an extremely extremely green secondary and uh, Jimmy you know we talked about this not just on this podcast but uh, even the the, the recent ain't easy being green podcast check them guys yeah, out if you haven't already um, they do great work and uh, we had a lot of fun uh, rocking with them this past week so um, yeah. we, we talked about that we talked about that then so um, you know I I I, I like. I like the matchup specifically because it gives us slight challenges, but it also gives us, I think, the benefits that are going to allow us to be successful, right? So do something that's going to, you know, kind of test us a little bit. So at least it looks like, you know, you know, it, 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 it's a game, but then also put us in position to be able to do what it is that we do well and uh, quite possibly have, you know, three, four sacks. And, uh, you know, it might even quite possibly see, uh, an extremely high-scoring offense this week, um, which is really what I'm hoping for. I, I want to see the run game get off, but if that run game gets off early, it is going to be a 300-yard game for Zach Wilson, and we we would most definitely like to come out of this with all of those things happening, right? It's, it's almost the perfect scenario, and I think Carolina affords us that opportunity this week. Right? I think Wilson is going to carve – that team apart. Oh yeah, and he's gonna earn. He's gonna earn the Zach the Ripper name. <laughs> I keep, Look, I'd, I'd, I'd buy the shirt, dude. Zach the Ripper, but I'd, I'd buy the shirt, dude. I'd buy the shirt. Yeah. Number, I, I've been I've been trying to get people, but everybody keeps going Wall Street Wilson and all these other names. Nah, and Zach, Zach the Ripper, get the number two jersey with Ripper on it. Are you kidding me? Nah, let's oh. do it. Let's do it, man. Championship. I, <laughs> I I think the biggest the biggest thing about it to me is the headspace that both of these quarterbacks are in right now. Great point. We have Zach Wilson doing interviews and he's talking about the progression. He's talking about getting used to the speed of the game. He's talking about what he wants to learn and what he wants to focus on, how he, how he gets better. He's been going to the defensive coaches and asking questions. Yeah. Staying all Stand hours down. of the night. Forcing it to leave. never did that. He never went and said, "Hey, what is what is the defense's mindset in when they see this or when they see that?" You know, Darnold never did that. And when you look at some, of, I've, I've watched a couple of Darnold's press conferences. He still does these little sideways shots at the Jets. 
He's like, up and I have some experience getting hit. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's going to continue. And was, that's like, going to continue, Darnold. Like your line is worse than it was for the Jets last season. Yeah. Yeah. You literally went to a team that has a worse offensive line than yeah. the 2020 Jets. Yeah. And you're taking sh- Like, yeah. bro, yeah. that didn't make any sense. So, so where's the headspace? Zach Wilson has no dog in this fight. Zach Wilson's yeah. playing his first game. He doesn't care who what quarterback he's playing against. He doesn't care that yeah. it's Sam Darnold. But Darnold, on the other hand, is going to want to. He's going to want to make a statement. The pressure is solely on Sam here. Hundred yeah, percent solely, solely, and you solely. The pressure is, on and Sam. he's putting that pressure on himself as well. I think in the back of his head, I think there's something there. And when he you, wants, he wants to make an a accurate statement. quarterback anyway. An inaccurate quarterback, anyway. Yeah. So that's going to be he's he's going to be thinking, oh man, look at this defensive secondary. They don't know what they're doing. They're they're just too young. They're blah blah blah. No, no. These guys are going to surprise. Watch for a lot of four two five, a lot of zone, a lot of cover two, cover three. Because they and, know if we if we can pressure, even 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 a young secondary can be opportunistic, right? On on, on Aaron throws because that's what we're expecting. Yeah. Quarterback blitzing on a four-two-five, hell oh, yeah! yeah. Oh, yeah. Darnold's not going to see it coming. Sam so Darnold. I think headspace for me the biggest the biggest uh, the biggest factor in this is headspace, and I think Zach Wilson is just he's got his nose to the grindstone and he's doing what he needs to do to get better. That's and uh, I think I think Zach Wilson, like you're right, Jude, when you said that it's good that he's at Carolina with Matt Rule and uh, and Brady. Because I think those two can give him the tough love that he needs. Somebody needs to grab that kid by the shoulder pads and shake some sense back into him yes. if he's going to save his career. You know what I mean? He can't just be like, oh, man, you ran. You remember five months ago when you ran that 46-yard touchdown? That was so great. Just to keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. No. no. They gotta, you have to get the fundamentals for this kid down. And if, if they can't do it, I, I'm I'm excited to see if the if the Panthers end up moving on from Darnold sooner rather than later. Yeah. All bets are off. You can no longer blame the Jets for that. Oh, for no. Sam mm-hmm. Darnold. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I think Rule, some, some of us have already evolved to that, right? Yeah. yeah. If Rule or Brady can't get Joe Brady can't get it done, then nobody can. So that's no longer the New York Jets' fault. Yeah, that's his guy. Mm-hmm. It's it's solely on Darnold. It's yep. him. Hundred percent. And, and 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 realistically, you know, I I, I get it, right? I mean, you kind of get it, right? Like you like like you like you never want to break up with a girl and then you know meet meet an uglier chick, right? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, she's got a great personality, right? Right? She's she's look, she's gorgeous. As soon as you stop looking at her, right? So, but but hey, if she what, can throw the ball seventy yards, laser yeah, accurate, yeah, right. she's fine. Like, look, fine. Please marry me, please, please. Um, but yeah, no, realistically, and, and and please excuse my misogyny. That's not how I am. I'm just I'm just cracking jokes. Um, just what 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 I what I am saying is that yeah, it it is kind of like still like the jilted lover thing, and I think that's what Sam is feeling, and I think that's what's going to cost him this game. He's never been able to control his emotions enough to be, you know, that 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 upper echelon guy, um, that is going to be able to think and make plays under pressure. It's been, I mean, you see that there were stats like, oh yeah, he was decent. Yeah, right, right. He was decent. He was decent. Yeah, not really. I have the perfect analogy. Yeah, not really. Because of what we were talking about right before we went live. Because Jude 
put down a Spider-Man movie to be here. I just want everybody to know that. Drew came Sam Darnold in the Spider-Verse, Sam Darnold is Tobey Maguire. He's he's okay. He's okay. And he can can have a couple really good action sequences. But on set, most of the time, he kind of forgets to breathe. That was good. That was good, though. Sam Darnold is Tobey Maguire. Zach Wilson is Tom Holland. Real talk. There it is. Just better. Just better, period. Just better. And, 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 it's, and, and it's obvious. Better. Right? And it's obvious, right? Um, so so we have an opportunity, and I I, I want to kind of throw this to, to Jude in a minute. I really just kind of wanted to wrap this, this thing up. Oh, hold on, because we have something after Sam, right? We do. Oh, we, okay. First and foremost, the inaugural game for Zach Wilson, right? For Zach Wilson. Yeah. Who who is or gonna be our franchise guy? Who is, you know, for all intent and purposes, looking the part, you know, savvy, the whole George Clooney, you know, kind of suave bolo thing, you know. Um, he doesn't make mistakes, cool in the pocket, accurate. Mm-hmm. Um, we're gonna see him open up. Is Zach Wilson struggles? Do we melt down week one? No, we don't need a meltdown rain on Twitter if Wilson has a bad game. Week one, because he's a rookie quarterback, and this is his first time ever going up against a starting caliber defense. So if he plays bad this week, okay, he played bad. But he has 16 more games, maybe you know, 17 if we make it to the playoffs to improve himself. He has an entire season, and next year, whenever he has a you know one year of experience under his belt, one year of proper coaching under his belt. He's going to be an all right player. I'm expecting him to actually struggle this season. I'm not expecting him to play like the rookie of the year. Yes, I would love him to be the rookie of the year. I want him to be the rookie of the year, but I'm not expecting him to play like one. I'm expecting him to play like an above average quarterback. Because really, if Wilson can play like an average, above average quarterback in his first season, coming from BYU, uh, not Power Five conference school, I think he can do fine. I think that would be okay. You know, that's if he not playing like a rookie of the year or if he throws two interceptions in this first game, I don't think we need to freak out because he's a rookie quarterback. He's still getting adjusted to this game. I mean, he's coming last season from playing his easiest schedule ever. He's coming from playing BYU players. Now he's, you know, got to play two starting cornerbacks from the SEC, Dante Jackson, JC Horn, both SEC guys. So if he doesn't play well week one, week two, week three, and if he doesn't play well into the bye week, I'm not going to freak out because he's a rookie. Fair enough. I don't quality, think you need to freak out quality anyway. Quality content. Quality content. Yeah. This, is, this is why you know stuff. This is why you <laughs> That's awesome. He just knows the stuff. We gave Darnold three years worth of excuses. Why Why would people start freaking out in one, two, five, ten games with yeah. Wilson? So um, I, I kind of view it a little bit differently because I'm, I'm a Boise State fan, so I come from – seeing players that come outside of those power five conferences. And there's a lot that goes in. There's a different mindset of player that, that comes out of those smaller schools and they have to work harder just to get noticed rather than, you know, catching a ball at Alabama is essentially guarantees you a draft spot. You got to think that there's a lot more that these players from BYU, from Boise state, from TCU, 
there's a lot more that they got to do to to get on the radar. And uh, Boise State puts out a lot of offensive linemen, Ben or not Ben Cleveland, but uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Ezra Cleveland. Ezra, Ezra, Ezra Cleveland. Cleveland. Matt Paradis is another one. You know, we had Brian Clady back in the day. We had, you know, like, like a lot of good offensive linemen come out of the school. So it's it's a matter of they understand that their backs are against the wall to begin with. So I think you find a lot more work ethic out of a lot of these players. I mean, look at uh, Kadarius Tony. Look at his comments, you know, coming out of Florida. Look at his comments uh Right after he got drafted, he says he's going to do what he wants to do. Football is nothing to him. He want if he want if he doesn't want to play, then he won't play. If he wants to pursue a what was it a rap career or something like that. And I'm not blanket statementing the whole SEC or the Power Five by any means, but that's where you see those guys. You don't see the kid out of Boise, Idaho, saying, "I'm going to be a rapper. I don't care about football." You know what I mean? He's like, "Football got me out of Idaho." Yeah. Oh, I'm. I'm in, hundred percent. Play football. I'm, I'm gonna play football and build a studio in my mansion so I can rap on the <laughs> rap, on, rap on Tuesday or my days off. There you go. <laughs> yeah. But I, I'm not. I'm not as concerned about the small school aspect. Um, Zach Wilson and I, and I'll break it down to, to one play. I know it's not a it's not a giant sample size, but the the first touchdown pass that he threw to Tyler Croft. Um, against the Packers that pass his read was to the right the Y the Z receiver read number two was the Y receiver on the left side of the field Tyler Croft is the X in the middle of the field that's his third read now in the in the time span it took for him to look right snap his head to the left he processed the information that Tyler Croft, there was a gap in the field. Tyler Croft was open at the goal line. He knew he could take a hit and get across the goal line. So he instantly came off of his read two, because read one wasn't there, and went into his number three guy and got the score. That type of processing is what makes a great quarterback. And that is the special talent. You can have all the speed in the world like Justin Fields, you can have Josh Allen's arm, but mentally processing that information that quick is special. And that's what it's about. I would also point to being able to bounce back in uh, week two by stomping out Mac Jones within the within the division, right? Sure. <laughs> and and I'm, obviously I'm thinking that that's got to be in his mind at some point. Yeah? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, we, we're about to establish right now today, <laughs> my man, that the – I'm better than you are. Somebody and, tell uh, CJ. Somebody right. tell CJ that Mac Jones looks like a pillow. Stop saying his <laughs> name. Stop saying his name. His name is no one. It's like his name is Mud here. I'm so done. You don't even know. I'm. I'm. Look. I love CJ, man. CJ was my boy. Boston, and then not even answering your phone. You suck, dude. <laughs> well, we'll move into a little bit of a broader topic. We got Wilson versus versus Darnold out of the way. So I want to touch on more what matchups we're going to see Panthers versus Jets. What are you guys looking to Kevin? I'm going to start with you this time. Yeah, man. Kev, this... what is your biggest matchup that you see outside of quarterback? We've already talked about that outside yeah. of quarterback. So on the rest of the field, what is the biggest matchup that you can see coming? Our front seven versus Christian McCaffrey. And realistically, 
if we can put the clamps on McCaffrey, Sam Donald is a rat for the day. Christian McCaffrey, because of how prolific he is within that offense, because he actually does pose the dual threat, right? Um, it's not just running. It is the receiving aspect of it. And our, our linebackers, our new, uh, you know, kind of hybrid linebackers, are these guys going to be capable of, of, you know, making plays out of the backfield? Or um, is it going to be a situation where Christian McCaffrey runs wild and that opens up uh, for, you know, our very young secondary to be exposed if uh, Sam Donald is able to break contain? And we know that he loves to do that. And we also know that he's going to love to be able to do that to the wide receiver. He threw his very first career touchdown to in Robbie Anderson. And, and I don't think there's can be any discount in the chemistry there. Um, I can. You kind of, you, you kind of, well, I mean, what, what, what I'm saying is you kind of don't lose something like that. Right. Unless of course you have a fundamental change in either one of the guys. And that's likely also, but I think, I think they're going to feel good about playing together. Um, at least, because it's the Jets, right? I think both of them will have a little bit of that. You know, we're going to kind of, you know, stick it to you guys today. And we're 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 so happy to be out of that dysfunctional franchise because they're no longer in the locker room, right? It's different now to, to, to the point that Jim was making earlier. Um, so I'm, I'm really excited about seeing that. I am also just to, to kind of move a little bit, the wide receivers uh, for Carolina versus – who right? Call Jablon Gidry. Yeah, yeah. Do, do do we know that for sure? Probably. See, but but see, that's just the thing. It was a probably that it was going to be Bryce Hall, bless Austin, a little while ago, and we don't know who it really is going to be as of right now. Look, I like them guys, man. I'm I'm gonna keep it real. And and, and Jim, you know, we, we talk about this all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, Jude, I'm, I'm sure that in in the Twitter sphere, you you you've seen how these kind of things break out, right? Echoes yeah. looks good. Um, you know, uh, Pinnock has a play, and and I know Har- Har- uh, Pinnock was Harrison's guy, right? I didn't like Pinnock. I'm just gonna keep it real. I'm, I'm, I, out of all of the the cornerbacks that we brought in, I, I I kind of was the the most down on him, but I still believe he's he's got some talent. These guys, you know, they're coachable. You you can't uh, you know you can't coach extremely physical uh, talent. You can teach technique and all of that, and I think that. Our coaching staff is going to be integral in that. I'm really interested in those those two aspects of it are really important. But the the, the third thing, and I I would have to imagine I, I'm kind of channeling 90% of, of the people who follow this team. I need to see our offensive line hold up, and I need to see Zach Wilson be able to process like what it is that we've seen him process in the preseason when this live fire, right? Mm-hmm. If we can get into any of those things, and 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 you know what, I'm going to take a moment, Jim, because you said we have time, and I, I, I just I wanted to do this. Do you think week one, right? We talked about what were some of the things that we needed to see, and I said week one, we need to see the running game get off. Yep. Right. If we see the running game get off, I'm that's all I need to see. I'm excited. I think we're in good shape if we see it. We saw it. Week two, what do you want to see next? I said, you know what. I'm comfortable with the run game. I like the way that Josh Adams has been playing late. I like what it is that I'm seeing from Ty Johnson. Michael Carter is not necessarily getting exactly what it is that I was expecting from him, but I do believe that he's shown talent. He's shown ability. And maybe when we get towards the mid to the end of the late season, um, we're we're probably going to see him ball out. But what it is that I needed to see was the tight ends get more involved, knowing what it is that this offense is predicated on. The tight ends usually end up getting schemed open. 
It's why George Kittle eats the way that he does. I'm surprised he's not 400 pounds because he constantly eats, right? <laughs> so, so my expectation is that this is what it is that the offense does. And what happened, right? Two touchdowns to Tyler Croft. Yep. Um, in a situation where maybe I was a little disingenuous and why I wanted to see it, I wanted to see Chris Herndon get off. I really did. I off wanted the to bus I wanted to right. I wanted to put that to <laughs> I wanted to put that to bed though, guys. And and, and dude, I don't I don't I'm not sure what, what your stance is on the Chris Herndon thing. We'll talk about that in just a second. I I want to I want to give you my thought on this so you can give me back your full, right? Um, wanted to see kind of Chris Herndon get off just because I wanted to answer that question, right? I have all of these unanswered questions going back to damn Geno Smith. And I'm starting to have questions about this team and the questions are being answered. And that is the difference between where we were and where it is that we are now. And in and, and, and week three, you know, I basically said I wanted to see Josh Johnson ball because I thought he was going to be our backup. I have no damn clue what it is that they're doing with Mike White as as a, you know, the backup quarterback as of right I now. I don't either, man. He so looked uh, yeah, so shaky. Period. He didn't, look much, he didn't look much better than Morgan, right? He didn't look much yeah. better than Morgan. Morgan should probably, I don't know, he should probably be sweeping the bus terminal in the next couple of weeks. He improved. Mike White improved like, during the Giants game. Um, and uh, he improved not, during he improved during the Packers game. He's not but an yeah. NFL quarterback. He's not an I, NFL quarterback. Neither one of them guys are. Josh you know, Johnson was. Johnson's like what thirteen years of NFL experience. I know he's probably not going to be the type who's going to come in and keep the game competitive. But I would much rather have a thirteen-year veteran like Josh Johnson backing up our rookie instead of like a guy with no NFL experience and Mike White. Do we think it's more likely, right? 30 plus rosters across. The <laughs> yeah. Dude, we, 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 think it, we think it's more likely that Josh Johnson is able to come in and be competent, right? Don't you? Right. Yeah. I mean, he's probably going to be brought off of the practice squad every game, you know, similar <laughs> to what they did with Mike White last year. They're just going to bring him off. You know, there's going to be like, you know, we believe in you, Mike White, but yeah. you might need some quality assurance and Josh Johnson behind you. So. Uh-huh. I'm not sure if they really have any confidence in Josh Johnson. I mean, in uh, in Mike White. But 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 look, that's just me, okay? So I'm I'm, I'm just the expectation is that we're going to see what it is that we are. And I, I wanted to kind of get you guys' thoughts on this because going into what I think in the Jets media is probably one of the most important games that we're going to have this season, right? Because it's a tone setter. Um, right. Setting the tone in the right way is extremely important. Mm-hmm. Those things that we expect to see, if we see them, bode well for what I what what. And, and, and again, I I say this, I say this with trepidation, but I don't want it to be that way. It actually looks like we could could be a very good team this season, even with some of the some of the deficiencies that we have. I think that we're good enough in the places that we need to be good where we can win against teams that we're not supposed to be. What do you guys think about now being able to kind of see it solidify? I haven't seen Elijah Moore. He's coming in, especially now because Jamie Crowder's out. So, I mean, just think about that. Even we don't have film of what that's going to look like yet, right? Right. How exciting is it right now? What are we looking at? I mean, it's exciting. You know, we have a young team 
right now we're going up against an all right team in the Carolina Panthers. And, you know, it's exciting to see what our young players can do. I mean, we have a very high expectations for them. I mean, we should. I mean, they bought out this. They bought out in college, bought out in training camp, and now they're going to go up against the Carolina Panthers, who are like, what, the second lowest rated team in Madden? I mean, the Jets are the lowest, but still. So it's an exciting time. Maybe if we lose, still we know we got a good roster ahead of us. We have a good future. So, yeah, very exciting times right now. I think we are coming out with, we're showing up in Carolina with a player that they have no idea what what he can do, and that's Elijah Moore. And especially with Crowder being on the COVID list, I don't know if Crowder was vaccinated or not. So, per COVID protocol, if he if he is vaccinated, uh, he can take two tests in a separate twenty four hour period, yeah, and then he takes a, then he takes a three day quarantine break. So he can avoid the 10-day mandatory. If he's unvaccinated, he has to do the 10 days, get two negative tests, and then have another three-day to come back. So he likely would miss if he's unvaccinated. Um, I think he is, too. Two games. Vaccinated? I, I don't think he isn't vaccinated. Because I just thought it was a little strange that none of our, like, no one else is placed on the COVID list. Because yeah. normally when someone tests positive, they also couple, have, so, yeah, they have a couple because they were exposed. So I'm thinking because Robert Salas said like 90% of the team is vaccinated. I think Crowder was part of that 10% unvaccinated. I'm also wondering how far back this is going, right? Because we haven't seen Crowder at camp, right? You know, we haven't seen him in practice. We haven't seen him in right. that. And, and, there, and there was actually some some notable, you know, kind of questions like, is this because he's being traded, you know, with all this <laughs> going on right now? Like, is he done? Like, So, I mean, I had those questions. I'm like, you know what? We're kind of getting to now where especially – when we kind of saw some of the moves that were being made towards the end, right? Mm-hmm. Right. I'm thinking they, they probably might have made a move. After Herndon. I, I thought every, anyone yeah, could have been done at that point. Exactly. I like, I'm, not, I'm not putting nothing past JD right now. But I, I'm yeah. also I'm also in love with, 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 with Joe Douglas now, man, again. Because I, I, I think he can get a fifth rounder for the get back coach. I'm serious. <laughs> Joe Douglas is a monster when it comes to negotiating these trades. Uh, there, the Jets Talk twenty four seven actually did a video thinking that there's possible uh, crowd, Crowder trade interest right? fire to the smoke of a tra- Crowder trade. So I don't know. We'll see. the The contract is very trade friendly. I think they did it on so, purpose. They yeah. did it on purpose, I, right? I, I said it when they restructured. Kevin. Well, I, 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 that. I know, I know, man. That's what I said. It it it, it makes sense, and it makes more. It it makes even more sense now, considering everybody's kind of thinking that we're in flux. You, you you trade away your tight end. I mean, the the, the the guy who was supposed to be your best tight end, I guess, right? I'd say that. Right, yeah. You know, if, if I have to pair that back a little bit with Chris, Herndon, with Chris Herndon, but you trade away your tight end, you know, you, you're, you're kind of making some roster moves that on the outside, you know, kind of looking in might seem a little, you know, odd or strange, getting rid of some, some of your main guys. Maybe. You know, you can give this guy up for, for you know, for a song, and uh, it's still possible, right? We Crowder, still, Crowder's a three. We can get a three if we wanted to trade him. Oh, we yeah. Can us, us, like if we can get a fourth for our backup tight end, Chris Hernan, who knows what we can get for our starting yeah. slot receiver? If, if Joe Douglas so, is going to get a fifth for the get-back coach, what are we going to get for him? <laughs> 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 
Jimmy Crowder, he'll, 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 Jimmy, I don't know, a third and something, I think. Maybe a third oh, and fifth. Yeah, it's a, a third, third, third and fifth or something. Okay. I, sure. I, would, I would have to think it would have to be that. Uh, um, so, Jude, what are what are some of your thoughts on uh, on the Panthers Jets? What are the, some of the matchups that you're thinking are going to be pretty wild? Or so, to? one thing I was really looking forward to see is because, as I said earlier, we're probably going to be able to apply pressure to Sam Darnold. He's not going to have much time to throw to his receivers. I'm not really worried about our cornerbacks much because I really believe in our defensive line. But what I'm worried about is Christian McCaffrey. You know. You know, pressure's coming to Darnold. He can just throw that swing route to McCaffrey. Who knows? He might get a 50-yard touchdown off of that. He's done in the past. So I'm looking forward to see how our young linebackers, as well as our experienced guy in C.J. Mosley, go, you know, deal with stopping the best, probably dual-threat player in the league in Christian McCaffrey. I mean, I'm confident that C.J. Mosley can stop Christian McCaffrey. He can guard him well. I mean, back in Baltimore, that's one of the best things he did. Guard running back to guard tight ends. He's a really good coverage linebacker. And I have faith that he can stop Christian McCaffrey. But what about the times when Mosley's not on the field? Or what What about the times whenever we need him to cover someone else? You know, they run a two tight end formation. You know, we're, we need Mosley to cover those guys. So what's going to happen when McCaffrey is not being covered by Mosley? You know, are the Jets, I mean, are the Panthers going to take advantage of the fact that McCaffrey's being covered by Hasman Nazardine and Jamie and Sherwood. I mean, if, you know, have them, Nazardine or Sherwood, you know, line up single man coverage against McCaffrey one point during the game. If he just jukes the crap out of both of those guys, double team him. Double team McCaffrey with mm-hmm. Sherwood and Nazardine if Mosley can't cover him. And that's maybe how you could stop McCaffrey. But I'm just really looking forward to see how the linebackers and the safeties go up against stopping Christian McCaffrey. Also, you know, want to see how our offense plays, you know, the offense in general. Can we stop Brian Burns and the rest of this Panthers, you know, defense? Because one thing I kind of really think about the Panthers defense is it's really boomer bust. They, like, they have so much young players on their roster that have a lot of potential and they could either shine or, or they could either not shine. You know, one of um, you know, my friends who live in this town, he has like a Panthers, you know, fan page and everything, and he was kind of comparing their defense to the 49ers defense whenever they made their Super Bowl run. You know, to where it's like really boomer bust where you have a lot of, you know, young players who could either play really well or play really bad. So I'm excited to see if the Panthers defense can stop our offense, which I think is going to be top 15 this year or if they can't. I like it, man. Um what I'm looking forward to seeing is my my biggest matchup is watching our defensive line just demolish this offensive line and yeah. take Darnold's head off. <laughs> and that's that's exactly what I'm what I'm looking for. I'm also looking forward to seeing uh, some offensive line play. I want to see some some rotation. I want to see Fant get out there and into some guard duty, like some guard spot. I want to see him playing on the interior a little bit just to get him used to it because he's our swing tackle, but we also need to have some depth at the guard position as well. Uh, so that's what I'm looking forward to is seeing Fant get some some guard time in. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm also I'm also looking forward, believe it or not, I'm looking forward to my my last my last matchup that I want to see is this young secondary just befuddle Sam Darnold. 
A lot of this revolves around Sam for me. Yeah, I'm still a little salty about a lot of I just want him, you know, have five sacks against Darnold, two interceptions, just make him regret saying all the things he said about the Jets. Make him regret everything. He is, is going to be the, – the secondary, I think, are going to take advantage of Darnold's inaccuracy. We saw oh, yeah. so many of the passes that – there was just no receiver around. There was just no Jets jersey around, and it was thrown directly to a defender. I see that happening this year. I yep. see that happening week one. A couple times. Uh, <laughs> I, think so. I think I think we'll see a minimum of two interceptions, at least two, from Darnold. Uh, and I and I think that that right there, if they happen early, if one happens early, Tosin. no matter who it is, no matter who picks the ball off, but if there's a pick early the whole defensive secondary is going to be going, we can do this. Got it. We got this. Yeah. And now all of them are going to want to eat. Well, I want to pick. Darnold is an interception machine. I want one. Yeah. When's it my turn? I want to impress my coach, Robert Sala. I want to get more playing time. So do y'all, I, y'all, y'all, y'all realize what Robert Sala did to Sam Darnold last year, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. With backups and practice squad guys. <laughs> yeah. So just just not, just, ima- just imagine just imagine when we get a healthy Quinton Williams, healthy mm-hmm. Sheldon Rankins, healthy JFM, healthy Bryce Huff, some Nathan Shepard sprinkled in, some 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 Marshall some Shaq Lawson. Look, some Shaq Lawson. You know what? I, and I I have to stop uh, forgetting that he's 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 in the mix right now, right? Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, I kind of got to give a shout out to my man Marshall, though, right? Like, like the the six round pick, the, the last guy we drafted. Marshall, yeah. I got to give him some props because they were talking about practice squad, and I, and I said after the first game, I said this kid is going to talk his way into being the on the fifty three. I'm not going to say I'm always right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to say I'm always right, but that kid again solidifies my confidence in Joe Douglas as as a you know as a as a purveyor of talent and bringing guys in, right? Yeah, because I mean, when you, when you got a you got a you got a a, a slingshot a, a spitball six rounder who makes your fifty three and actually looks pretty good at, in doing it. Oh yeah, championship. I, I, just, <laughs> I just think that the 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 defense is actually going to be a lot better, and our schedule moving into the middle of the season is the perfect schedule just to get these guys set in a rhythm. They're not facing elite quarterbacks. You know, we, you could t- you could say Matt Ryan, but he's kind of on the he's You know what? The I, 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 I don't want to sleep on Matt Ryan because that, that's he's the kind of guy that'll hit you for 420 um, the, will. The, the, the day that you yeah. sleep on him, right? He will. I mean, last and season Matt, against the Cowboys, he was going too. off. Yeah, Kyle Pitts, too. Let's not, let's not Kyle Pitts yeah. dropped him in fantasy, so. Did you really? I got him. That's that's cash money, Jude. That's cash money. I'm just like I, I, I like that. I like that. I, I was I, I was like going to draft a tight end and I'm just like Kyle Pitts is available. What are these people doing? Like somebody fell asleep. Somebody like <laughs> who I was like, Pitts, I got so ecstatic. I was like, how was he? All right. So I'm really excited. A lot of what it is that we're gonna see is just gonna be look new, right? So uh, what what I don't wanna do. And I guess this is kind of an homage to uh, the guy in the other box. Uh, I, I, I want to be realistic, right? I kind of want to you know, look at this thing 
from the ah oh man I'm, I'm really excited but i want to be cautiously optimistic no we haven't proved anything so until we do prove it i really can't trust it but oh my god i believe it anyway right because that's mm -hmm. where i'm at right I'm, I'm like yo i'm i i swear we're going to be so nice we're going to be good we're going to win a lot of games we're going to score a lot of points we're going to do a lot of that but i kind of want to just be careful not to step out too far and you know kind of overstep even though i'm saying we're going to win 10 games right <laughs> i don't want to you <laughs> So I'll say eleven. So, so yeah, right. But but what this is kind of where it is that I'm at right now because I'm looking at this and I'm saying, um, we have a lot really to just look at and say, you know, I, I just a couple of years ago we were talking about how devoid of talent this roster was. Now we're talking about actually cutting guys that are good enough to be starters on other teams in in, in certain situations, and 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 also having guys that would immediately be you know, the, the, the missing piece for certain championship caliber teams. Um, and that's what it is that we have to look forward to. And, and again, just because most folks are looking at it saying, yeah, yeah, you're a two-win team last season. And I know we've said ad nauseum, no, it's not the same. We're it's a completely different team and all of that. Now we're getting ready to have the opportunity to prove it. And that's what excites me more than anything else. Now, the, yes. the, the, the putting up now, right? But – being able to put up in a way that says, you know, screw you guys. Um, I know you don't like us. You can't stop us. That's the mentality I want to see with this team. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know y'all don't like us. Whatever. What are you going to do? Right? What are you going to do? Because that's what I want to know. So I found uh, I have – in my ESPN league, I'm in, I'm a moderator on, you know, Facebook group, the AFC East. It's a, an AFC East group. And I have, you'll like this. I didn't, I didn't get the running backs that I wanted for this league. I didn't get, uh, I wasn't in a position. I was drafting 10th. This is a 12 person league now. So I didn't get, the running backs that I wanted, they all went really early and I was drafting 10. So my starting lineup, uh, Aaron Rodgers, James Robinson, and everybody, everybody criticized me on that James Robinson pick. ETN was available and I took James Robinson. And everybody's like, Robinson's not going to do what he did last year. Well, now ETN's hurt. I got Trey Sermon in San Francisco. Now, what I focused on with this league was my passing game, my receiving game, because my top guys, you know, my my Derrick Henry was gone. So I got Stefan Diggs, DK Metcalf, Juju Smith-Schuster, Cole Beasley, Sammy Watkins. Tight end, I got Kyle Pitts, and I got Robert Tanyan from Green Bay. Tanyan, Tanyan's going to be a good pick. He's going you know, to score. He's, he's, he's your score. touchdown guy. Yeah. yeah he, he my my bench, I got Zach Wilson. I got Jamison Crowder. I got Jamal Williams in Detroit from move over from Green Bay. I, I got a feeling about that guy, especially with Jared Goff. That's going to be that's gonna be the check down king right there. Mac from Indiana, Indianapolis. Uh, Jamal Williams – or Javante Williams. And also just – just because I think Pittsburgh might be hitting this guy into the game plan later on in the season, we picked up Pat Fryermuth and I got T.Y. Hilton on an injured reserve. Jim, you got a squad, man. 
You got a nice squad. You got a squad for real. <laughs> I think everybody. I got Aaron Rodgers in like the eighth round. Go, Lee. Yeah, yeah. It's not what, bad. What league is this? Are, are uh, y'all, my are, AFC East League. I was say, are y'all playing for money or can I get it? No, week? but we get we get an actual <laughs> we get an actual Super Bowl ring. I'm about to say uh, Aaron Rodgers in eight. That's go, That's going on in there. I'm coming for that championship. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we're coming up against it. So we are going to get final thoughts. Jude, we're going to start with you. Yes. Because final you're more, thoughts. You're more interesting anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> what are your final thoughts as far as leading into the game? Hit us with it, man. So heading into the season, you know, I'm just, you know, kind of excited to see how this team plays. I'm excited to see how Salah – you know, I'm excited to see what Salah believes in our young guys. You know, if he – I mean, blessing on Austin's not the best player in the world, but he's your most experienced cornerback who doesn't play special teams. So I want to see what Salah sees in these younger guys to have enough faith in them to cut your starting cornerback. So who claims he was going to be among the top in the NFL by the end of the season? So I'm really excited to see what Salah sees in our younger players. And I'm just excited for some football. Like college football, there's a ton of games tomorrow. We got NFL football next week as well as more college football. Like I'm just excited for football to start, and I'm excited to see what our young guys can do. Wow. I love it. So do I. And – um. Yeah, uh, if if you're a fan of the Weapons Hot Show and you've been here before, this is going to sound repetitive to you. It's a great time to be a Jets fan. There's a lot to look forward to. There's a lot to really kind of point to and say, man, this is going to be exciting. I want to see this. I want to see. I'm going to see everything. I literally, I want to see everything. I want to see all the nooks and crannies. I want to talk about the nooks and crannies. I want to talk about the nuances. Of, of, of the differences between the 425 and just running, you know, with, with our base defense. Right? Yeah. I want to talk, I want to talk about how effective we are on play action and why it is that Zach Wilson having a, a 80% completion percentage on third down is the reason why he's going to win AFC East rookie of the year. Or offensive rookie of the year, excuse me. That's what I let's talk about that. I'm excited about everything. I'm excited about being at the game next week. I'm excited about the tailgate and the brunch and the all-you-can-drink mimosas with my folks. I'm excited about seeing some of the Jets fans that I've respected and admired from a distance for a while that are going to be there um, prior to the game, the Marty Lyons Foundation. I already got yeah. my little tickets for all of that. I'm going to be involved in that um, as, as it comes that weekend. Hopefully, I'm going to be able to run into some folks there. Um, if you know somebody or what have you or if, if somebody that knows me, I'll let your boy. I'm gonna be there. I mean, you know, maybe we, we can uh, we can link up. Um, I don't know. Maybe the, the first round after the game is on me. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll see how that works. So flying to North Carolina right now. You know what I'm saying. I'll <laughs> even put a mask on. Look, Jim, if you if you showed up, my man, the tab gets started. Let's go. <laughs> All right, because that's how uh, we do. I am I am planning a trip to Georgia probably next year. So that's gonna happen. I'll take you to get some chicken and waffles. You guys got raising canes <laughs> down there. You know what? Um, I, I want to say there was one. Canes, was right? Right. Canes, yeah. yeah. Louisiana, yeah. they got canes everywhere. Love me some canes. 
Okay. So love. I had it in Columbus, Ohio. And yeah, about, about to make mm. me Google stuff. Yeah, I got to Google stuff now. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, the the bread it canes too. I'm telling you, okay. all of it, all of it, all of it canes. The, most, most the sauce, just, chicken, the bread, sauce, mm, so good. Murder. People get murdered over cane sauce. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, don't touch, the, don't touch my cane sauce. And people people um, get so, like, I and people that haven't had Raising Canes, because I, I talk about it all the time, and they look it up, and they're like, there's only, like, four things on the menu. And I'm so, like, that's because they do it the best exactly. in the whole planet. They don't need to have so no. much stuff. Yeah. They're just so good at what they do. We, we, they only we have know that four what, things. We know, we know what you like. Come get it. Right, you know what, and, and that and that's and that's a dope segue because now I'm hungry, and <laughs> now we're this, yeah now um we're gonna talk we're gonna see really how hungry this team is, and um yeah. I think I think we're a lot more hungry than everyone outside of the the gangrene nation understands. It's gonna be some wake up calls. You know what I I I wanted to just point back to what C.J. Mosley said um earlier. You gonna sleep on the Jets and we are gonna whoop that ass. Let them. That's Let us what I'm twenty eighth in the power. Exactly. Let them sleep. Yeah, put us exactly. put us as low as you want. That's exactly. What I'm Have talking. Robert Sala seventh on your top seven new head coaches list. We're gonna show you. We're gonna and prove you wrong. Blah blah blah. Uh, well, <laughs> it's talk like, all uh, your talk. Yeah, like like Mike said. David the other night, Culley like, being the only one below Sala. Get out. Come on. Get seriously. Out. Yeah, yeah. David, David Culley. I forget yeah. who did it, but this was a while back, and I they, think it they was ranked, it was CBS. I think so. They yeah. ranked they ranked the eight coaching hires that happened, and they put Sala at seven, David Culley at eight. And the craziest part was they didn't even mention anything about why Sala was seven. Pretty much their entire reasoning was because he's on the Jets. Yeah. Oh, so this like the again, uniform changes yeah. all. Look, yeah. look, like this, this this copy and paste article just I just got Yeah. The They're just like you have a BYU quarterback and you got a bad running back room, some you know, and CBS Sports, I had to unfollow them because their Jets land yeah. was just on real yeah. this offseason. You know, they're over here saying Corey Davis was is going to have a step down this year. He's just a product of, you know, AJ Brown and Derrick Henry, you know, that's CBS and sports. You know, they're the people who believe in all that type of stuff. Pete Prisco, especially. Pete Prisco. It's like my arch nemesis or something. Like, I've not heard him say one good thing about the Jets ever. One good thing. Drew's going to have me go follow Pete Prisco just so I can unfollow him. <laughs> right? I just go follow him. And, and I, felt, I felt that just now, Drew. I, I want to. Challenge him on everything. Just do it on spike. Blocks you. Yeah, like, 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 let me let, let me know if you need me. I could be in and out real quick. <laughs> I would I would be I would be proud to have Pete Prisco block me too. Right. I would be like yes yes. I've been I've been blocked by Meta. Yeah. See, I think yeah. I've been blocked yeah. by Meta. I was six. I know I was. I went at I went at pretty. Oh. I went at him pretty hard once. And yo, he he came back into my DMs. He can't look Dang. like I, 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 he came back in my DMs and was and started asking questions and I was just like, dude, <laughs> don't Crowder reveal too that. much. <laughs> he, he'll stalk you, Meta. I, I will, I will. Channing Crowder did that to me. Block me, block me after that. And I was like, I just, Channing Crowder, either. former linebacker for the Dolphins, he came at me in my DMs. Yeah, I remember. Oh, that's right. <laughs> it was over that. It was over that little kid, that Pop Warner football yeah, league where they yeah. that TikTok where the kids like just got crushed. 
And he's like, this is awful. It's child right. abuse. And I'm like, you're kind of a pansy. Creating generational beef. That's what that was. <laughs> <laughs> I like, he, was he was big mad, too. Like, yeah. I, I'm mad, I, I even offered him a spot. I, t- I said, hey, you want to come on the show? Yeah, come to the come on Weapons Hot. Let's talk about it. Y'all remember that uh, other guy, too? His name's like Mark something. Oh, Schlerf. He was creating, oh, all, that, he was creating yeah. all that jet beef. I, I couldn't take it. I couldn't take it. I'd have just hit that block button. Harrison was, living, Harrison was living during that time. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. We're just about done. So my my final thoughts uh, real quick are going to be enjoy the season, guys, because it's going to be a blast. We have a real football team. We have a real coaching staff. We have a real front office, and it's going to be glorious. Just enjoy it. I want to thank everybody who's been in watching. Uh, Scott Kalisby primarily. Billy Kidd, thank you guys for being here. Especially with CJ going to damn the Patriots. I didn't even mention that. <laughs> All right. I'm so, so sick. It's something. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, Kev, do you want to do our, our little outro? Yeah, man. You know what? Um, ladies and gentlemen, once again, thank you very much for being on with us. Be sure to follow the show on Twitter at CNC Jets Factor. Um, my name is Kevin Jackson, a.k.a. Spotty Backman. Uh, Jimmy at Jets by Jimmy. Uh, not only on Twitter, Instagram, everywhere that you can find dope content, you'll find him there. Harrison, who unfortunately is not actually with us at New York Jets TF Media. Um, on Twitter, he does his thing. Trust me, if you want to get informational content. Um, once again, my man Jude. Gotta give love to Jude, man. Thank you for swinging with us, my guy. I mean, it's always, it's always no problem, y'all. Had, had a blast, had a blast. Love coming on. Exactly. Here. It's always fun when you social media, Jude. Yeah, I was just about to say, come on. All right, oh, so on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, you can find me at Jude underscore Jets. And then on YouTube, it's uh, the Jude at Jets show. I post a bunch of stuff, game previews, my thoughts after the game. I do pretty much informal on any kind of Jets news there is, whatever it be a player a player tearing their ACL or player's number getting announced. I'm going to inform you, and that's pretty much all I do on social media. So if you guys want to check me out, it's the Jude Jets show on YouTube and at Jude underscore Jets on Instagram, Twitter, and and TikTok. And thank you guys for having me on tonight. It was an absolute blast. Quality content. Quality content. Jude's also Jude's also trying to get to 1000 on YouTube, man. So yeah. Uh, yeah. let's let's get there. You guys are watching this. Hit Jump him up in. on YouTube. Let's let's get him above a thousand. Jump in. All right. This has been another broadcast of Weapons Hot Broadcast on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Please make sure that you go grab the app in the app store if you're on Android or whatever that thing is with the Apple. I'm not an Apple fan. Anyways, once again, if you'd like, you can join us next week where we'll be live again at 7 o'clock where we'll be joined again by our host, CJ Simone, who will probably be fired from his ESPN job by Tuesday for some <laughs> epic rant about why it is that Tom Brady has been living a lie. This entire time that he's been <laughs> Tim Brody. His name Tim is Brody. Tim Brody. Right, Tim Brody. And I, I slipped on that. Usually I'd be calling. Him. So, yeah. Um, for Jimmy Jardine, my man, Drew Jets. For myself, Harrison DeGunner, who unfortunately is not here, and our soon to be fired co host, CJ D. Simone, who will probably be back next week um, with his tail between his legs. We're going to sign <laughs> off and we're going to thank you for being with us. It's a hell of a time to be a Jets fan. Let's love it. Let's enjoy it. I want to thank everybody once again, you guys. Have a great night. Thank you for being here. We'll see you next week. ATS Jets, 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 baby. You're, you're, you're listening to the Worldwide Sports Radio Network.